Advanced threats and attacks being waged against employees and the organizational perimeter are ongoing worries for executives. In the security space, the heads of the technology companies that help organizations battle these threats and attacks are no less concerning. And I'm joined today by one such leader who's here to talk about where he sees the security industry's greatest challenges. Gary Steele is the CEO of security firm Proofpoint, which provides a number of enterprise level security services to a wide range of industries, including the banking industry. So Gary, I'll just go ahead and put the question out there and start right out with getting your perspective. What would you say are the security industry's greatest challenges today? Well, I think the number one issue that organizations face is the fact that the threat landscape has radically changed. You have different players, you have foreign states, you have much more sophisticated hackers really focused on stealing key intellectual property and key data. And because the threat landscape has changed, it's forced organizations, mid, large, and small, to rethink what their security infrastructure is and what is the best way to both defend themselves from these new forms of attacks, as well as how do they deal with issues when they do come in, when there are breaches to the perimeter or breaches to the existing security environment. And what we see in the marketplace today is organizations going through a fundamental re-architecture, rethink of what that security infrastructure should look like as they revamp um, their defenses for the next century. So Gary, from an advanced threat perspective, do you think that organizations are responding in the appropriate way or do you feel that perhaps they don't really understand the threats as well as they should? Well, I think there, there has been a big shift and I think that today we're seeing organizations be surprised at the kinds of attacks that are coming in. And where we see the biggest surprise is the fact that the threats today are much more focused, they're much more targeted, they aren't widespread industry attacks, they're actually attacks on specific individuals and specific organizations. And so creating defenses for those kinds of attacks forces organizations to look hard at the infrastructure that they've built and reevaluate how they're going to defend themselves from this new form of attack. And so to your question, I, I do think there's a level of surprise when organizations see the level of focus and target on behalf of the hackers that are trying to infiltrate the organization. And so we do see surprise on the part of enterprises small, medium, and large, and we do think that it's forcing organizations to revamp the security infrastructure that they have. Do you think that there are some industries that are more advanced from a threat intelligence perspective than others? In the banking industry, for instance, there's a lot of discussion about um, advanced threats and information sharing. From your perspective, would you say that banks are a little bit ahead of the game or are they about on par with other industries? Well, a couple points there. I think one is that we see attacks across all industries. Like, I think historically there has been the perception that the financial services industry is the top target. Interestingly, we're seeing the, the targets be cross-industry today. I do think uh, because of the natural perception of the financial services industry, I think banks and um, other financial services organizations have taken a much more aggressive approach at defending themselves. I do believe, however, that we still have a long ways to go. 
and that there's more work that can be done to better protect all organizations, including financial services. Gary, can you talk about some of the work that your organization does with financial services? I mean, from the security offerings that you provide, how is that relationship culminated? Are they outsourcing security services to you, or do they buy security services, or is it more of a consulting role? Yeah, so we're a company that delivers a broad range of security compliance capabilities to the financial services industry. And specifically, what is unique about Proofpoint is we use the cloud as our delivery vehicle for our services. So what we're doing today is we're leveraging the next generation of big data techniques and cloud techniques that enable us to better defend the enterprise from this next generation of attack. We apply those same cloud techniques to solve the complex compliance issues that most financial services organizations encounter. And so people aren't outsourcing to us, but they are buying a service that is delivered through the cloud. And when they buy that service, then they have less requirement in terms of staff. They have less requirement in terms of um, compute resources in their network. We basically simplify the deployment of those advanced threat solutions as well as the compliance solutions that these organizations need to deploy. I can't remember off the top of my head exactly the date, but it seems like it was about two years ago when the FFIEC came out with some guidance that was, you know, somewhat shallow. It wasn't extremely deep guidance about working with cloud vendors. Are there concerns from a financial institution perspective about outsourcing or relying on solutions that are in the cloud? Well, I think that, you know, there's different forms of cloud solutions that exist, and I think that all organizations need to carefully evaluate cloud solutions when they're thinking about bringing them into their enterprise. But what we do is we're delivering capabilities that further secure the enterprise, identify and block some of the most malicious threats coming in, and we're using techniques that frankly aren't available if you're trying to do something on-premise today. So we're helping organizations solve problems in ways that they traditionally wouldn't have been able to solve them. And we're also able to deliver all the other associated cloud benefits like um, time to deployment. We recently deployed one of our security solutions to a large financial services organization. That organization has multiple hundreds of thousands of people. And we were able to deploy that in the course of a few days, not weeks, not months, but a few days. And so we're able to deliver many of the traditional cloud benefits, like rapid deployment, like lower TCO, in addition to being just much more effective because we can use these new advanced cloud techniques. That's a good point, and that spurs me to think about something else. One of the things that Proofpoint touts is this security as a service. So I think the industry is pretty familiar with software as a service, but could you help us understand security as a service and how it relates to some of the cloud model that you just described? Sure. And so when we talk about security as a service, we're, we're basically delivering security through the SaaS model. So traditionally, people think of SaaS in the application space. We basically have taken those basic cloud ideas and cloud tenants and applied them to the security world. And so today, we offer a suite of capabilities that span threat protection, privacy, and archiving and governance. So we're helping organizations of typically mid-size and large organizations deal with a range of security and compliance issues by using cloud-delivered services that traditionally they would have 
been buying appliances or installing software, hiring staff to manage and maintain that. We're giving them services that they can solve those problems without employing that staff or racking and stacking boxes in their in their data centers. And then what about from a data loss prevention perspective? I'm assuming that some of the work that you do there also helps an organization from a data loss perspective because they have data probably in more than one place. Yeah, and so what we see in, in that particular space is the challenge for the enterprise today is the data is no longer all behind the firewall. It's on somebody's mobile device. It's out in some cloud system. It is spread across vendors, partners, across a virtual large virtual supply chain. And to be able to adequately protect information and control where it goes, the only way to really solve that problem is using a cloud-based solution that can track that information and help manage it wherever it might be across that extended network. What we provide is data loss prevention capabilities that allow you to control what leaves the enterprise through a robust policy engine. And then when you have the need to move information and you want to move it securely over the internet, we provide a couple of vehicles to do that. One is encryption, so that you can encrypt information all the way to an end user, and we make that process simple. The other way that we support is uh, secure file transfer. So you want to be able to move a large file across the network, but do it within the confines of your security policies. We provide those capabilities all as a cloud-delivered service. Another area that your company is focused on relates to policy-based email and some of the compromises that are related to email that's just handled you know, internally, corporately. And you also offer encryption there. What are some of the threats that you see to policy-based email systems? When we work with customers, what we hear consistently is they're trying to meet their compliance objectives. And so what they want to do is they want to protect the most sensitive and private data, um, and that's oftentimes financial information. It could be um, individual information about clients, so it could be their address, their phone number, their social security number, all information that is proprietary to that organization. Um, they want to meet those specific data privacy requirements that are mandated by many states and oftentimes broader country governing laws. And so to do that, they need to be able to encrypt that information as it moves across the Internet, specifically in email. And so if two people are exchanging information about financial details, that communication needs to be encrypted. And so we provide that core capability to allow an organization to interact with their clients or their customers with a secure channel through an encrypted email. And we're seeing in the financial services world in particular more and more organizations adopting encryption to enable them to be able to interact electronically with their client base and do so in a secure way. Now the driver here is that this is obviously sensitive information. The financial services organization, one, wants to ensure that that information is always secure, and two, there's many privacy laws around the globe that require that communication to be encrypted. So you're providing a more secure way of interacting with clients and providing technology that enables you to do business electronically in ways that traditionally were probably sending statements or something like that with, with paper. So Gary, let me ask you, just as an example, if you have a banking institution that's communicating with a commercial customer, for instance, about anything from you know how much money is in the account to scheduling transfers, could this perhaps, having this type of encryption, help prevent those account details from being compromised? Could this help to prevent account takeover? incidents? That's absolutely the case. So what we're doing for those customers 
is we're helping them communicate to their clients in a secure way. So basically reduce the risk of breach by ensuring that that, that sensitive information is always in an encrypted format. And so you're yet again reducing one more place where you could have potential risk of breach. Right. And I'm assuming that, you know, this probably also outside the financial services realm um, could play an important role just for communications within the organization. We definitely see the adoption of this particular form of technology in lots of different industries. A good example is in healthcare. We see health providers providing encrypted communication between doctors and patients as an example so that a doctor can discuss an individual's health situation, do so electronically, and yet conform to the HIPAA requirements where that communication needs to be in an encrypted format. We see that across all industries where given the level of sensitivity around breach, people want to have the ability to communicate electronically but do so on sensitive topics. And so this is one where we're seeing quite broad adoption of encryption where traditionally this channel was unencrypted and clear text over the internet. So Gary, before we close, I'd just like to ask, are there any trends or any changes in the cybersecurity landscape that you think are worth noting that we have not talked about on this call? Given the level of threat that organizations are under today, we're finding that another key requirement is the ability to remediate issues that do happen within the enterprise. The reality is no prevention is 100% and there is the likelihood that malware or exploits do happen in the enterprise. And so one of the areas of focus for Proofpoint is driving down the time that it takes from when malware or an exploit is identified to the time when it is remediated. And so not only are we focused on helping our customers identify these advanced targeted attacks coming in, we're also helping them deal with the remediation element. So what do you do when you know something has gotten through? How do you quickly identify what it is and then ensure that that user is isolated off the network, ensure that that user no longer has access to critical information or data, and shrink the time that it takes to get that work done from what has traditionally been days to a matter of minutes. And we think that's another critical element as you build a security infrastructure for the next 10 years. Those are critical capabilities to have in place. Gary, I'd like to thank you again for your time this morning. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Again, we've just heard from Gary Steele of Proofpoint. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.